the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. The following program does not necessarily represent the views or opinions of the staff, management, or ownership of this station. The views expressed during the broadcast are solely for entertainment purposes and do not necessarily express the views of KNTH, its management, Max Out Savings Advisors, or its sponsors. Max Out Savings Advisors and members of the Max Out Savings team may or may not hold securities mentioned during the show. Plan for your prosperity. Prepare for your retirement. Safeguard your savings and nurture your investments. This is the Max Out Savings Show with Ted Gioka, a presentation of Max Out Savings Advisors. Now, here's your host from Max Out Savings Advisors, Ted Gioka. Welcome to the Max Out Savings Show. I'm Ted Gioka, and we are talking savings investments in your retirement, as always. Uh, so president of Max Out Savings Advisors. And our motto and our philosophy is to save aggressively and, and to invest conservatively. Save aggressively and invest conservatively. That's the key to building up wealth over the long term. And And we always start by putting away 10% plus the company match into your savings plan. And, and uh, that gets worked out about 13%, and that's how you build up wealth over the long term. So save aggressively and invest conservatively. Well, we got a lot to talk about. It's a gorgeous day in Houston, Texas today. I don't think it gets any better than this. And uh, so I, I want to just hit the show. Oh, look, everything is happening. There's so much happening in the world. Things are changing. It's 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 exciting. Uh, the the markets are up. We're going to be talking about that. We're going to be talking about uh, we're going to be talking about some about IRAs in here. We cut, we come up with some changes on IRA rollovers. Not some changes, but just some things that maybe some people didn't know about. Uh, we're going to be talking about uh, the economy. We're going to talk about the oils. What's going on there? Uh, really, just a ton of stuff to talk about. Your savings, your retirement. Uh, you know, I I tell you what, this has been a long week, uh, a lot of politics. I was up in Dallas talking to some people up there, uh, some congressional leaders, uh, trying to really trying to figure out what's going on. Uh, a lot of stuff going on. And, uh, this, you know, I was out to dinner uh, last night with some friends of mine. Interesting thing came up. So one of them is telling the story. His wife is, was having down some friends from the East Coast. They were all going to – her friends were going to come down. And, and so she's on her Facebook page, which is probably a mistake. But uh, uh, and all of a sudden, one of them posts this this uh, kind of screed to uh, to the resistance, you know, uh, that, uh, you know, the, and uh, it's kind of a, a, man, a, a resistance manifesto. Uh, against Donald Trump, how they were going to fight, do this, that, and the other. And, 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 and she, he showed it to me, and I just kept reading it, reading it, literally read like Mein Kampf or something. And it, it was, uh, it, it, and so, 
she kind of writes back, uh, you know, it, it, she, it, she's a, she's at a pretty high level at a big corporate, major corporation. And she kind of writes back, well, I'm not sure I agree with all this or something. And by the end of the thing, the trip is off and they don't need to come down here to listen to a bunch of Texans tell, you know, it can be conservative and stuff like that. And, and, it, it it's it's not just there. Uh, uh, you know, I I heard how some of these politicians are being treated. Uh, just you know, really, uh, it was pretty shocking stuff. Is what I heard kind of behind the scenes of what's going on. And and I'm not even going to repeat it over the radio. Uh, and really going way way over the line in any aspect or, or form. Some of this stuff, quite frankly, we haven't seen literally since. You know, mine not mine comp, but really haven't seen since something like the Kristallnacht in in Germany uh, in the '30s, uh, it, where where you get these brown shirt types just you know agitating and, and and stirring up trouble and trying to to you know bring down the government, and it's 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 a little disconcerting. Uh, the you know we have the Oscars coming up here, and a number of people I've talked to. Uh, are boycotting the uh, the Oscars and including some people here at the station. They're like, you know, hey, uh, uh, do I really want to sit here and listen to a bunch of speeches by a bunch of uh, of 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 you know spoiled actors telling us you know how bad Donald Trump is? And they're like, we're not listening. We're going to boycott the Oscars. We're not going to be watching the Oscars at our house. I mean, just because of that, it's I probably wouldn't watch it anyway. But my wife normally would. And, it, but it, it brings some real concerns as as the level of vitriol uh, against Donald Trump and in the resistance in the in some cases is is mean spirited in some cases is clearly out of bounds in some cases borders on sedition and treason uh, legally it, it it really is starting to worry me and you know I I could understand what I don't understand is is we're basically five, six weeks into the administration and and you have people going completely off the deep end all across the country and and things seem to be really breaking down and where one side, the Democrats basically are not gonna willing to accept the presidency. And and we've gone through two hundred and something years of it, it was brought up to me this week that look, Ted, this is not the first time this has happened. You should have seen what went on in the early days of of the of the union. You know, it was this this it was extremely tough back and forth, and 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 so uh, I I think it's I think this is going to have a negative effect. I, I really think we're going to see a negative effect on this, and and this is something we need to watch. Really, we have a lot of people just starting to really go off the deep end on the on the democratic side in uh on the democrats in and it's becoming a concern i think it's going to become a concern for the country and and this is something we're going to have to watch i mean really i think you at least have to look at things truthfully and 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 it, it as much as just almost fake news or twisting the facts is really becoming a problem in the country, and I think it's going to hurt your retirement. Uh, by the way, here we have Charles on the line at 713-339-1070 here on the Max Out Saving Show. Hey, Charles. Oh, good morning, Tim. Uh, before I ask my question, I just want to offer a comment on, on your friend or associate or whatever it was that uh, <laughs> had, to, had to make a comment about the uh, His wife. thing. His <laughs> wife, and I just want to say I've I've noticed a lot of people now that are literally swearing off the internet. They are not 
uh, the Yahoos and the Bings and all of those things. Most of the news on there is just—it's it, not really news; it's just celebrity thing. And yeah. and and the thing of it is, is that it's not even factual. And the problem is, is that all it really is is to get people to go out there because they're just looking for eyeballs and revenue, ad revenue, and that's what it's it's all become. And so the that's people a very that, good are, point. That, yeah. that you know that are visiting Facebook and all. It's just that the Zuckerbergs and these types are getting richer and richer because people are using their phones and everything for it. I've talked to several people that literally have sworn off the Internet. Some of them are even pulling the routers out of their houses. So, I mean, yeah. you know, I, I, I think it's just getting to the part where I, it's out of control. And I, I don't know. I always had sus- suspicion of it when Al Gore promoted the thing that from the very beginning. <laughs> I, I never I, anything that you know. There's certain people. Ted Kennedy was another one that every time he said something, you wanted to do just the opposite. So yeah. But anyway, that's my comment on that. But what I wanted to ask about was, <clears throat> I understand that, and obviously I don't know what her role is in a lot of this, but the the, the president's daughter is trying to promote some sort of a family leave act or some kind of thing that. Supposedly, what I understand is this thing is going to cost about a half a trillion dollars or close to a trillion dollars if it were enacted. And I guess it has something to do with people who have kids or whatever. Gonna, they want the government to subsidize their time off or something. Is this something that, that the president is truly looking at, or is this just some kind of trial balloon that's being thrown out there? Or what is this exactly? Do you know anything about it? You know, that, that's a good question. By the way, Charles, it was good seeing you at the uh, seminar Oh, last week. Good. Yeah. Uh, the I, I tell you what. Uh, the uh, that's a good question. This is one I haven't heard a lot of. It keeps popping up that Ivanka would like to do family leave, and and I understand in most other countries you get a little bit more leave for family. Uh, I, I think even on the Republican side, they want to encourage. It's very family friendly party. They want to encourage family. Uh, leave as much as possible. And many of the bigger corporations are doing this. I'm not sure they go the full route of what she wants. I suspect they're going to try to do something. I think they really want to put together a package of things. And and this is just me talking more from what I've talked to, uh, because I haven't heard much on this subject. But I think they want to put together a package that's going to look friendly to a lot of different groups and particularly women they want to do something for women and 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 this is 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 one way to do that in the republican party is very family friendly so the the problem as you point out is the half a trillion dollars and this is the key charles in order to get the budget reconciliation which is how they can get all this stuff through it with with 51 votes instead of 60 that they don't have they they have to balance the budget well, and that's yeah, right. Yeah. And the thing of it is, is, is for something like this that to me is not a priority compared to infrastructure and some of the other things. Uh, you have to ask yourself, well, where is this money going to come from? And and you know, most people are going to sit back and say, well, look, you know, I my kids are either grown or I don't have any kids or whatever, and why yeah. am I being asked to essentially, you know, pull more money out of my income tax to pay for this kind of stuff that you know isn't really going to benefit me? So. You know, I I don't know what this is, or you know, and I don't know. It may, perhaps maybe next week when he gives his uh, well, not a State of the Union address, but whatever he gives, I'm not. I'll be. I guess I'll have to listen to see if he met, if there's any mention of of this this thing that 
his daughter seems to be promoting. Now, I'm not sure where she is in relation to, you know, the whole Trump agenda, but but I just I just thought this was kind of well. Kind they, of look, you have understand that, that she is much much more liberal than the president. Jared Kirshner is much more liberal than the president, and in in the conservatives, and we've been very very fortunate. Uh, if a year a year and a half ago, or say a year ago, well November of of February, if a year ago, if 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 you would have told me that Donald Trump was going to be president. That wouldn't surprise. Didn't, I, don't, I wouldn't have been tremendously surprised. But if if you would have told me we would have had the conservatives have this much power in the Donald Trump presidency, I would have been very surprised. And and so we've been very fortunate so far, uh, and things have really gone our way on the conservative side. And, uh, and and so it's sort of working out. But we have to watch this one closely because where are they going to get the money for that? Right. And uh, I guess one one final thought on the whole thing is that. Uh, uh really i i think the concern really or at least my thoughts on it are that i i think the president's sincere in what he's trying to do i think the problem is is that he's got to work with the mcconnells and the and the, and the paul ryans and all and those people have other agendas and i'm not sure you know how much of this you know everybody can go in there into the executive office with the best of intentions but you know that if there starts to be infighting amongst the, I mean, you know, you got people like Olympia Snow, and you know John McCain. He's he's a classic because whenever the Democrats are in power, he's he's always on the side of the Republicans. But when as soon as the Republicans control both houses and may and may even control the executive branch, he jumps the aisle to the other side. So he always takes the contrarian point of view, and these kind of people, yeah, you, a can't, very, you can't count on their votes. Yeah, that's know? a very astute. That's a very astute uh, yeah, observation. Yeah, I mean, I mean, so so that's really what it comes down to. And a lot of people that have a lot of high hopes for Mr. Trump, and I sincerely hope he succeeds on some of his programs, but. These people can derail it pretty quickly, and you know I think well, as, me, it, it, I think people are going to be looking at those kind of individuals, and if there's any sense that some of this could either be delayed, I understand the infrastructure bill is going to be postponed till next year, so that's not going to really help the, you know, especially the you know the, the people here in Houston that you know on the engineering side or the, the oil yeah, business. Yeah, and, and I, t- I tell you what I think is happening with the infrastructure. I think they think they need more time. If you, if one thing, if you can do, if you can sit there and roll back the regulate some of these regulations, and probably more, even more importantly, force these regulators to coordinate. So if a project comes up, it gets all pushed through regulatory rise very quickly. That is a massive, huge thing. So I think I'm beginning to think the infrastructure could be kicked back some just because they want to try to coordinate some of this stuff. Right now they, they're sort of. They're they they're putting their people into these departments, and and they're up against some very. T- I mean, look, they're kind of viewed as the enemy in many of these departments. You got to understand that, and 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 so they're kind of have like a beachhead put in place on these things, and they're expanding, and so they're taking a little time. But great questions, Charles. Uh, thanks for the call. We sure. got to take a quick break, and I want to discuss this some more. Uh, you got any questions or comments? You can give us a call at seven one three 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 nine ten seventy here on the Max Out Saving Show seven one three 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 nine ten seventy. The Max Out Saving Show with Ted Gioka is taking your calls now at 713-339-1070. Ted Gioka will return after these messages. 
This is Ted Gioka, host of the Max Out Saving Show, one of Houston's most popular financial radio shows, celebrating over a decade on the air in Houston, Texas. With stocks at record high valuations and interest rates near record lows, you need to have your guard up. You need to have a plan to manage risk to your retirement. Do you? At Max Out Savings Advisors, we have a risk-based value investing approach to your retirement. If you would like some help managing your retirement, go to MaxOutSavings.com to set up an appointment. That's MaxOutSavings.com. Downtime with your family? That's good. Downtime for your hydraulics-enabled equipment? Not so good. Cranes, specialized haulers, bucket and digger trucks. When they're not working, you're losing ground and money. South Coast Hydraulics can monitor, service, and repair the hydraulic systems that keep your equipment working. South Coast can design and install hydraulic systems for mobile and industrial applications, tool or press systems, complete manufacturing lines. When you think hydraulics, think South Coast Hydraulics. SCHydraulics.com. Hi, I'm Sam Malone. You know me as the host of the morning show right here on AM 1070, The Answer. But I'm also the owner of Houston's cutting-edge media company called 512 New Media. At 512 New Media, we create amazing videos that companies use on their websites, telling their story in bold colors with exciting animation and graphics. At 512 New Media, we also shoot television commercials and instructional videos. And if you want to show off your business from the air, we're ready to go with our drone video aircraft. Let us help you create your media message. We're online at 512newmedia.com or call 281-822-8803. 512 New Media is Houston's only media creation and distribution company that's actually owned by someone who's currently on the air. And that gives us an incredible edge when creating content for consumers to use on their laptops, tablets, and smartphones. Standing by to create your message, we're 512 New Media, 512newmedia.com. Once again, here's your host for the Max Out Savings Show, Ted Gioka. Welcome back to the Max Out Savings Show. We're talking savings investments in your retirement. Uh, we had some interesting uh, questions from Charles uh, on pregnancy leave. Now, Ryan, producer Ryan fully supports pregnancy leave here. I have to have to say that uh, before she commandeers my microphone. <laughs> and uh, but. Uh, and, and some of the how do you pay for it? And, and this is one of the big things. I tell you, one of the this is one of the real interesting things out there. The, the thing we want to watch is is the uh, the border adjustment tax. Okay, this is probably where the biggest battle is right now. It's going back and forth uh, on that. Uh, the way I understand it now, I, I believe Paul Ryan supports the border adjustment tax. Kevin Brady, I talked. It, it's in his tax plan. The, the uh, Woodlands uh, North Houston congressman uh, supports it. He's uh, uh, head, uh, on Ways, chairman of Ways Means Committee. He's writing this stuff. They're big supporters of it. My, what I was told is Donald Trump, the kind of Pence is on one side, Trump is sort of on the other. Now, here's the interesting thing. Uh, uh, Treasury Secretary Munchen uh, came out uh, yesterday uh, during the day at, at at a at a conference and basically insinuated that that he was he was sort of against it and Donald Trump was against the border tax, which I was kind of really surprised by that by that comment and and the markets immediately rallied up on that news, uh, particularly retailers. <laughs> now, here's the interesting thing: within a couple hours, there was a retraction. There was a uh, there was a clarification put out 
by by the White House that said uh, Secretary Lynch's comments were, I'm paraphrasing here, somewhat misconstrued and they should be viewed as as neither endorsing or being against the border tax, which is that was very unusual to see that come out like that that quickly. And this tells me that this border tax is is something now to understand what is a border. This is a little this is really complicated, uh, not even a little but It's most countries in the world have some type of border tax. Now, everybody knows that that you can't have a tariff because if a tariff uh, if you have a tariff, then t- global trade will collapse and it will result in the depression like we had in the 1930s, although I don't know <laughs> exactly what we just had seemed to be a mirror of that, but that's another story. But here's what most – instead of having a tariff, they have some type of border adjustment tax. Typically, it's a VAT tax, a value-added tax, which means – Things that go out of the country don't pay the VAT, but coming in pay the VAT. So it's a border. In some cases, it's a pollution tariff tax. Tax. It's a it's it's a tax a quote adjustment of some type. So what they've done is they've disguised what has been effectively tariffs in many almost every other country has some type of 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 border adjustment tax, VAT tax, tariff, whatever you want to call it, except for the United States. And what's happened is it's resulted in an unlevel playing field where manufacturers, where where other countries can export their, their, their goods to the United States tax-free, but U.S. manufacturers have to go overseas and have to pay taxes to get into the country on those products. And, and so this is a really big deal. This is where the battle is coming down, the border adjustment tax. And we want to watch real closely. Now, you can take – now, the the manufacturer says, yes, we need that. And I was very surprised that at the manufacturing council, they generally supported the border adjustment tax. This is the big companies, GE, Dow, uh, different companies like that. Boeing supported this, I think. I, I, I don't – don't quote me on all of those, but the council, a number of the CEOs in the council, a number, a couple of, um, at least one in that group I know for sure did. And I heard a couple of the others, but I can't be for sure. But they're generally supporting it, which surprises me. The retailers like Walmart want to be able to bring stuff in. They want to basically import all their products into Walmart it, it, where they get them a little cheaper and they don't want the tax. And so if you put the border adjustment tax, that might force – it could cause them to raise prices, but but then you would maybe source it in this country creating jobs. And, and this president has been very clear on two things. Number one, the core – what he said at CPAC was the core of, of his program is to put the American people first. Uh, on the, and, and, and the second thing, he's been abundantly clear – on the job front, that he wants jobs. He calls these CEOs in, and if you notice, he doesn't call in and say, I want your taxes higher. He doesn't come in and say, I want the stock prices higher. I want the stock market higher. I want your, st- your stocks to go up. He says, I want you to create jobs. Okay, now he's doing this for a couple reasons. Okay, he knows when the companies, when those CEOs go to the board, all or and they talk to shareholders all they not really shareholders but the big institutions they just want to hear how much profits are going up how much profits per share are going up 
in how much the stock price is going up. And so there's been nobody at the table saying, well, wait a minute, what about jobs? What are you people doing for the American people? And so what Donald Trump is changing the game, he is reordering the United States economy. And so these U.S. companies are expected to have to create jobs in the United States. And, and this could either be through creation of jobs, putting in factories, increasing R&D. It could also be not laying off as many people. And, and so, I, I look, I think job creation should have been at the table a long time ago with these corporations. I think many of them – max out savings advisors, we invest in the stock and bond market. We tend to do more stock and bond research than particularly than most people out there. So we we tend to hold companies for a long period of time. Well, if companies are just being run for the next quarter's earnings, it's going to be really good until they go off a cliff, cliff and collapse. And then what do you do? And so most big institutions tend to hold stocks for a long time. The big, some of these big companies have three, four, five, six, seven percent of the companies uh, in their portfolio, the company's stock, and they hold it five, ten, twenty years. And so there is a case for more long-term investing. So Donald Trump is reordering the economy, putting the American people first, whereas before it's been basically corporate America has been first with sort of the theory that they, they it would they would bring the whole economy up and create jobs, but that's not what's been happening with the outsourcing of jobs. And so the border adjustment tax is one way to do it. Now, you can take that income, and this is where I haven't gotten real clear on from people, you can take the income from the border adjustment and you can do things like the pregnancy leave. You can do probably more likely you can do middle and lower income tax cuts and credits to those people to to put the money back in their pocket to some extent as well and to kind of keep the economy going. And, and so this is the real battle we want to watch. You're not hearing a lot about it, but when when Secretary Munchen said insinuated that he was maybe against it and possibly the president, a clarification was made within two hours, and and those stocks reversed down again, which is which tells you the importance of this issue to the White House and to Congress. This is where the battle's being fought, and so we're going to have to watch. Uh, and, and see how that all plays out. Uh, and remember, what we're aiming for in the future is a global economy, but one where, where you're going to have tremendous amounts of computer power and tremendous amounts of energy available. And you're going to have many robotized and automated factories in the world, which the Democrats will tell you that means less jobs. So these jobs are never never going to come back. And, but the Republicans will say, but yes, if we can put all the automated robotic factories in the United States, uh, then that's going to create more wealth for the United States. So the question is going to be, are we going to cede the global manufacturing platform to the Chinese all across the board? Or are we going to say, no, it should be in the United States? The Democrats, they won't tell you this, but they're willing to cede it to the Chinese. Interestingly, Bill Gross this week, not Bill Gross, uh, uh, Bill Gates uh, of, of Microsoft made a comment that we could maybe one day tax robots. Well, that's a really great idea, but the problem is if all the robots are in China, and I've got reports piled up on my desk how they're putting in millions of robots, there ain't going to be any taxable income for the United States of America. And so this is what this is a, a, this is kind of somewhat in the future for y'all to understand, but I want you to understand the importance of the border adjustment tax and sort of the battle going forward with that. Uh anyway, so that that's one thing. The 
uh, watch that. We want to watch how uh, are we are we going to get tax? Look, I talked to a number of congressional people in the last week, uh, or there, or there. In some cases, the congressmen. In some cases, their aides. Uh, figure Obamacare has to go first. Remember, we're going to try to do the budget reconciliation, so they have to have the. They've got to kind of if they take if they lose taxation or spending from Obamacare, they have to replace it somewhere else in the budget in order to put it through that way, so they can get the fifty-one votes in the Senate. Look, we've got the House. We can pretty much pass whatever we want and get what we want. The House is going to write all this stuff. The problem is the Senate. One of our callers earlier, we got people like John McCain and some of these other people that are waffling over with the Democrats. And so it's tougher to pass stuff. So we need to do it with 51 votes. And, 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 and so it has to do reckon. So Obamacare has to come first. And then they, they're going to do the, the budget. Uh, and then more. And then. During that time frame, we're also going to do regulation, and then the final phase is probably going to be the infrastructure. Uh, so this is what we're looking at. Uh, border adjustment tax could be negative. Deregulation, hugely positive. Cutting taxes on corporations, hugely positive. Uh, a tax forgiveness on overseas money coming in, hugely positive. What is Donald Trump doing? He's laying the groundwork to put the factories in the United States. Then they give them the tax break to take them the tax forgiveness or special tax to bring the money back into the United States and they can fund the factories. This is what this is all about. This all takes time. You can't put up a factory in two weeks and they have to start planning for it. That's why he's got those corporate CEOs in. We talked about this in December. He was calling him in. Why was he trying to meet with him like that? Because he was late. He wanted to put the seed in all these CEOs minds that we got to put factories and jobs in the United States so they're going to start planning for it. So this is something to watch. Uh, so understand big changes are happening out there. Now, the a couple things. The market is up. It's up big here. Not up big. It, it's, it's going up nicely so far year to date. Uh, the one sector that has really not done quite as well has been the the oil and gas sector. Uh, if you look at the oil and gas sector, uh, we're down about six point eight five percent on the S and P, almost seven percent on the S and P energy sector, and it, it's really been selling off here pretty dramatically. Uh, if you look at the the oil price itself, uh, oil is hasn't done quite as badly on that. Uh, oil prices, let me see here. Oil prices are down two point six percent year to date. Yet the some the S and P energy sector is down nearly seven percent. The market's up uh, three or four percent right now. I, I, I haven't looked at the last numbers. Maybe a little more than that. Uh, so it it's up, and these stocks are are, are are tremendously underperforming. The market's probably the worst industry group is the energy sector, and why is that? Oil's only down two point six percent. A couple things: energy stocks oftentimes lead oil prices. I think this is a combination of weak refining margins, concern that there's so much capacity coming on in the shale sector that it's going to drop the price of oil, and also the fact that maybe oil doesn't run to $70. Instead, it saves between 50 I've been saying 57 and about $47 here. Forty, probably forty-five dollars this year, and if it just stays in the in the in the in fifty-three, fifty-four, most of these companies, if it stays at fifty-five dollars over the next two years, instead of running up, which looks like it could possibly do, 
most of the P.E. ratios on the oil companies are very high. We've seen a lot of 20, 25, 30 P.E. ratios on some of these companies. And if oil is going to stay at this level over a longer period of time, it doesn't justify the stock prices. And that's that's something that that I think what appears to be happening. We, I've been talking for a number of weeks now saying, look, we're seeing selling in the oil and gas sector, you know, be a little careful in this sector. So I I think that's something we, we want to take a, a quick look at. We've written some about this. We'll probably write some more about it in our Max Out Savings Report. By the way, if you're not on the Max Out Savings Report, go to the website, maxoutsavings.com. That's maxoutsavings.com, and you can sign up for the free report. Uh, you can also sign up for a meeting with me if you want. If, you, if, you, if you're coming up in retirement, you need some help with your 401k, uh, go to the website and sign up for a free report or the, the meeting. Uh, also, if you've got any questions or comments, 713-339-1070 here on the Max Out Savings Show. A lot of, a lot of stuff here. The, a couple other things, a couple of unusual things. One of them is the drop in oil prices. Uh, the market is, is really, it's very expensive up here on a price to sales base ratio. Uh, we try to really analyze companies on price to sales, price to cash flow, price to earnings ratio, and it gives us an idea what are these guys' earnings, the over earnings, or the under earnings. the The price to to sales has been the highest in history recently at two point seven times sales. That the the mean number has been one point four four times sales. That's telling me that stocks are very expensive. And also what concerns me is I think most of these companies are at the peak earnings. This week, uh, Gillette is cutting uh, the price of of some of their razors 20%. Now, listeners of the Max Out Savings Show know I've mentioned uh, Gillette is one of the things is – Gillette kept raising the prices of the blades and the razors, particularly the, the blades. You know, it's because they got to replace them. They kept raising them up, raising them up. And so pretty soon people are spending $25 to go get a pack of, of razor blades at the store. And that starts to be a lot of money. And now the good thing about Gillette is they paid like 20 or $30 million for Gillette that Procter & Gamble did. And it worked out, and then they kept raising the price. It was a really good deal. They are making a ton of money. Earnings were going up at Procter & Gamble, but they were but they price, they got the price got so high the Dollar Shave Club came in and started undercutting them and people started buying their 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 razors over the internet from them. Uh, Gillette uh, Unilever bought them for I think was it two or three billion dollars is what they paid for Dollar Shave Club to get into the same to the same business and so what happened is. Procter and Gamble and Gillette were so aggressive in raising the price of their blades up that they created a pricing umbrella that competitors would come in and take share away from them, and then cut their costs down. And, and this is this is what happens when you get so aggressive chasing profits that 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 you you destabilize your business. And, and so this is something I think you're going to see some more of. That was a big story this week out there, and. Uh, and so we're going to have to kind of see what happened. We're, a lot of just cross currents. Another fascinating thing this week, uh, the two-year German bond yield is now – guess what the two-year German bond – Ron, you want to guess? You put money in the German bond, what do you get? You lose 95 basis points, which is almost 1% a year, less money you get back. Why are, you, why are people doing that? Why are they willing to take – why, if I give the German government – 
hundred thousand that they give me back effectively ninety eight thousand and some change two years later. Why do I willing to take that risk? Because I know the Germans will at least pay me back, and I'm figuring maybe the Italians and the French won't. And I'm also betting that the the EU is going to break up. And this is something we have to watch. A lot of problems coming up in Europe. Tell you what, we're coming up here on a quick break. Uh, Interesting world we live in. Uh, you got any questions or comments, 713-339-1070. We'll be right back right here on the Max Out Savings Show. The Max Out Savings Show with Ted Gioca will return shortly. To speak with Ted Gioca now, call 713-339-1070. Back in a moment with the Max Out Savings Show. This is Ted Gioka, host of the Max Out Savings Show, one of Houston's most popular financial radio shows, celebrating over a decade on the air in Houston, Texas. With stocks at record high valuations and interest rates near record lows, you need to have your guard up. You need to have a plan to manage risk to your retirement. Do you? At Max Out Savings Advisors, we have a risk-based value investing approach to your retirement. If you would like some help managing your retirement, go to MaxOutSavings.com to set up an appointment. That's MaxOutSavings.com. Hi, I'm Sam Malone. You know me as the host of The Morning Show right here on AM 1070, The Answer. But I'm also the owner of Houston's cutting-edge media company called 512 New Media. At 512 New Media, we create amazing videos that companies use on their websites, telling their story in bold colors with exciting animation and graphics. At 512 New Media, we also shoot television commercials and instructional videos. And if you want to show off your business from the air... We're ready to go with our drone video aircraft. Let us help you create your media message. We're online at 512newmedia.com or call 281-822-8803. 512 New Media is Houston's only media creation and distribution company that's actually owned by someone who's currently on the air. And that gives us an incredible edge when creating content for consumers to use on their laptops, tablets, and smartphones. Standing by to create your message, we're 512 New Media, 512NewMedia.com. Downtime with your family? That's good. Downtime for your hydraulics-enabled equipment? Not so good. Cranes, specialized haulers, bucket and digger trucks, when they're not working, you're losing ground and money. South Coast Hydraulics can monitor, service, and repair the hydraulic systems that keep your equipment working. South Coast can design and install hydraulic systems for mobile and industrial applications, tool or press systems, complete manufacturing lines. When you think hydraulics, think South Coast Hydraulics. SCHydraulics.com. We return now to the Max Out Savings Show. Here's Ted Gioka. Welcome back to the Max Out Savings Show. We're talking savings investments in your retirement. If you got any questions or comments, give us a call, 713-339-1070. And if you haven't gone to the website to sign up for the free report or, or a meeting, sit down with me to help you with your retirement, uh, just go to the website at maxoutsavings.com, and you can do that there. What else? Oh, I also want to apologize for Ryan not knowing the, the two-year German Treasury rate. It's normally expect our people to be on top of these things here. <laughs> uh, the uh, a couple things. Do you realize on an IRA rollover, you have a there's a sixty day rollover, which you can take the money out of the IRA and you have sixty days to put it back in, but you only have one of those every year. 
And more importantly, you only have one of those every 12-month period, not every year, every 12-month period. So if you take money out, make sure it has to be back in in 60 days, but you can only do it once. That does not mean one per IRA. That means one per person. So you get one time on that. This is something people run into. And if you don't get the money back in on time, and where we see this sometimes is where people get two distributions by mistake. There's a new rule that's recently come out that you can you can send a letter to your to your uh, custodian, which in our case is TD Ameritrade, uh, and 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 qualify for an automatic waiver of the 60 days if it's in a short period of time, and explain what happened. And so this is something a little bit differently. Uh, the uh, the you 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 have to send in a letter and uh, saying that you qualify for the automatic waiver. There, there's actually a procedure, an IRS procedure uh, that you can do this. But uh, in the past, you used to have to file with the IRS court to to get a get an approval on the to to, to try to get an exemption. And now they've come up with this way you, you can you can sort of qual- you can self qualify for an automatic waiver. So this is if you have a problem with the sixty day rule, understand that that is available. It is an IRS rule, and, and so some, a lot of people don't realize this. But you get one IRS rule, and and then you get. Uh, one sixty day rollover per person, not per IRA. And if you make a mistake on this, this is typically why when you leave the company or you move your four hundred one k into an IRA rollover, your four three b, you typically want the check addressed to your IRA, to the company, maybe to TD Ameritrade, FBO, the for the benefit of your name, IRA rollover. Or you want to do a trustee to trustee transfer. You you typically don't want to take the money out of the account because it really becomes a problem. There, there's always a possibility the check gets lost in the mail. You stronger possibility you forget about it and you mess up your 60-day rollover. But also keep in mind a distribution can be a 60-day rollover. So if you get too, if you mistakenly make too many distributions, we, we see this from time to time where people forget they got a distribution early in the year and they think they've got to make their RMD and they take out another distribution and they forgot that they, they and they request the money and they forget that they took out the distribution that qualified for that earlier in the year. So this is something to think about. You you can request an automatic waiver and get with your custodian on this issue. Now, if you have any questions or comments, this is the last segment of the show. Uh, you can give us a call at 713-339-1070 here at the Max Out Savings Show. And and really, it, there's a pen, the penalty is pretty steep if you mess this up. It's a fifty percent tax uh, on the uh, uh, the the it's ordinary income tax in in plus a penalty. It, it, it's very steep on this, it, and so it's just not worth the trouble of of, of dealing with it. it. And so there's something to think about. But you can go through your custodian to get this matter straight. Now, this is a recent rule that was put in place. The the other thing is, and we talked a lot about it last week about the the RMDs and the different types of RMDs, and you can also run into the same problems with with, with some of this some of this other stuff too, uh, with the RMDs, the inherited RMDs. That gets really complicated. We had a, 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 a fascinating call last week, really, with with a problem with the the the. The beneficiary form was screwed up on an IRA form, and you've got to be real careful with this. I mean, in some of the forms nowadays, they'll have all the lists for the beneficiaries, and you check off, you check off uh, your beneficiary, 
and you put down the the percentage and typically it's the spouse and then you put the kids underneath it and and if you're not careful you you have to check primary and then secondary beneficiary and you really have to kind of watch this and and this is something that we run into from time to time is the IRA beneficiary form supersedes your will. So you can go spend $20,000 getting the greatest will in the world and estate plan put together by the best minds in the city and, you know, outwitting everybody. And then you sit there and make a simple mistake on your IRA beneficiary form, and that's what's going to count. And this is what a lot of people don't understand. And so, so with IRAs, you got to be real careful. Uh, you're dealing with the IRS. You're dealing with very steep penalties. Uh to it and and so it it's uh if you make a distribution if you mess it up it's taxes ordinary income plus 20% if you forget your your RMD it's a very very hefty penalty over 50% and really it's just you have to watch this stuff closely so what else do we have here the markets market has gone up i i want to say 11 times in the last uh Record highs, the, the most number of record highs since 1987, 11 straight record sessions. And this this is kind of interesting to me. It, it's not typically when you see this, you see big moves up in, this mar, in the market. So typically, uh, it, it's, it's up about 3.5%. In this big move up, which is not a huge move. Typically, when you see something like this, you're talking a five, ten percent move, and it's just, it's not there. It's these stocks are barely moving. The some, there's something called the VIX, which is a volatility index. And if you look at it, there's actually futures on the VIX. And if you look at the chart of 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 the performance of the futures year to date, number number one is silver. So which we're in silver, uh, we own ETFs on that. The worst performing asset, according to futures, is the VIX is volatility, which is a complete collapse of volatility. We're in a record low volatility, so it's a very, it's a very unusual market, and that's sort of going up with with not a lot of volatility. Uh, we've had one of the longest runs in history without a one percent decline. Uh, we had one of the long, I think, forty four days with. With with no more than a one percent move in either direction, very unusual uh, times. And and I want to say it's even one of them. Those close with no more than one percent move up or down, one percent total change in the day. Again, very low volatility. Underneath it, rates are starting to drop a little bit. Gold and silver are breaking out. Uh, a lot of volatility. Oil stocks are dropping, and, and so I think. I, I think this market has had a, lot, a run. I think I, I'm really concerned about the amount of negativity we're seeing in the world, uh, in the United States, with kind of the battle between the Trump and the anti-Trump people, the Republicans and Democrats. And I think this is starting to have a corrosive effect on the economy. We're seeing lower retail sales, lower uh, food and beverage for some of the restaurants, which is a concern. So it's not just Amazon at the retailers. And so this is something we want to watch. As the immigration stuff spooking the immigrants, they're not spending money. These we have to answer these questions. I think we're getting close to some type of correction in here. We got we, it's an expensive market, and so we want to be a little careful. Let's take a call from Al. Hello, Al. Hey, uh, 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 Mr. Joka, uh, 
enjoying your program. Oh, um, thank you. Um, I have a, a more particular question, but I had to get my details of my, you know, account types and so on, so I could, you know, get a more precise answer. But um, I want to ask you, you, you mentioned earlier that you could see the European Union kind of like, you know, not holding together. And I want to ask you, because um, I see, you know, the European Union leaders like the French and the Germans say, oh, no, we are just, you know, no way that's going to happen. So what what makes you think, what uh, makes you come to that conclusion? I just want to uh, kind of hear um, <clears throat> your, your, reason, your reasoning uh, for that uh, yeah, statement. A, a couple things. The fact that the German yields are going negative for two years means people in the, in the spreads are breaking out between the German and the French bonds, which means the French and German yields are going up in the in the 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 German yields are going down, which means, in in theory, they should be very much closer together, uh, and so that's telling me that that the smart money is moving into I, German bonds. I apologize for interrupting, but mm-hmm. in, in plain in plain English, what does that what does that translate to? What does that you know? Oh, that good 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 question. What this means is, if you're an investor in Europe, you're going, uh oh, this thing could break up, and I know the Germans are going to be the most conservative, and I want to go with the safest place, and that's the German bonds. Okay, and how does that lead to the uh, the breakup of the European Union or so? Uh, it doesn't lead to it, but it's telling you the big money is betting, starting to bet. You could see a breakup. Either Le Pen gets elected in France or you, you get the, the some changes. Some There's a big election coming out of Italy where they could also maybe pull out. It's kind of sort of disintegrating over there to some extent. Mm-hmm. Okay, well, that, 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 that just makes some sense. Yeah, but, but, but Al, to, to your question is – if if it wasn't going to happen, then you wouldn't see these the spread starting to blow out, which is mean you wouldn't see people selling the germ the the Italian and the French bonds and rushing and in, in way overweighting the German bonds. This is telling the big monies. So that's actually happening now, you know, currently. Yeah, yeah. The old saying is, "Watch what people do with their money." <laughs> Thank you so much, and I'll call you again with my particular so that uh, I can get you know a more. Um, uh, a particular answer to my situation. Yeah, yeah. Take a look. You can call me on the show, or you can also call me at the office. Either one. Okay, fantastic. Thanks, Al. You will. You thank you. Bye bye. That's a, a good question from Al, and that, and that's really you know that's what the the, the bigger money is starting to um, to go in. A uh, couple thoughts on Mexico. This is dragging out, and you know it's it's a tough negotiation with the Mexicans, but. All of the you, you have a tremendous amount of, of of stuff here, and I think the really best way to understand my thinking in here right now is uh, you have to break some eggs to make an omelet, and I think that is the story for 2017. Is you get you got we're going to redo the tax chain tax bill for the first time in over 20 years, and uh, the uh, this is a massive tax change. Uh, we're, we're looking at the Obamacare. We have to redo uh, one-sixth of the economy through, through Obamacare uh, in, in the healthcare sector. Uh, we're looking at massive deregulation, and there's a lot of people upset with it. A lot of people are excited. One of the more interesting things is a lot of these executives are coming out reasonably excited from, this, from these meetings with Donald Trump. Now, Donald Trump is telling them, look, we're going to cut your taxes. We're going to cut regulation. They love that. And then he's also saying, look, I want jobs. Yeah, if you don't get, if you don't, I don't see. He's making it really clear to these people. So, but a lot of things you get the immigrant population is is. is I, I think they're really starting to get a little spooked. That we have to watch that closely. Uh, I think they need to clarify a little bit who's really on the list to possibly leave. And you know, if you've been here a while, you're not going anywhere. I th- I think you're going to have to see something like that happen. Uh, but a lot of people, there's a lot of vested interest. 
that have with high taxes that have special tax breaks that they're not paying. They're really upset. Uh, the, and you're going to hear all about what a disaster that's going to be. The Democrats are just, I mean, you know, we had a caller earlier. His comment was a lot of his friends are just backing away from Facebook and the Internet because the, the fight. We, well, you know, a friend of mine's wife, you know, they canceled a, a you know, her friends coming down because it was, you know, one of them issues this call to action, you know, against Trump on her Facebook page. All of this is kind of disruptive. All of these big changes, big changes make people nervous. They, they they get cautious. You see things happen. That's why I think you can see a lot more volatility in these markets. But in the interim, to pay attention to our, our, our Max Out Saving Report. If you're not on the list, go to our website. I'd like to help you out. It's maxoutsavings.com. The report's free. The sit-down's free. If we manage your money, we charge you something. But Go to the website, and you can find all about Max Out Savings Advisors. It's maxoutsavings.com. we see you next week right here on the Max Out Savings Show. This has been the Max Out Savings Show with Ted Gioca, a presentation of Max Out Savings Advisors. Produced by Doug Harris and Noisemaker Communications. Join us next Saturday at 10 a.m. for the Max Out Saving Show with Ted Gioka on AM 1070. The answer. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here. Here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. And I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never before seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. Salemnow.com.